0: everyone, there's three questions with Dr. Eddie Alderali. There we go, man. My buddy, Eddie. All right. Music and everything, man. All right. I actually have a superintendent, Dr. Ed, and he he said, call him Eddie. So uh, Dr. Eddie Alderali And just an absolutely dynamic personality. He, you're currently the acting superintendent. And is it's Edison Township school district i'm saying it correct right yes you are yes you are uh, and i i am so blessed i am really pumped because i'm actually going to be seeing you all um and i think you have you said you had 2500 staff so it's yeah. going to be you know it's going to be like it's not like a cold play concert it's like a acoustic jam so i'm kind yeah. of excited about that right it's like a it's like a how, how many does, how much does a the beacon theater hold right it's like the,
1: like the <laughs> alma brothers at the beacon theater it'll be it'll be a
0: Four thousand dollar ticket. Yeah, you <laughs> yeah. So, you no, know, I'm I am so pumped to join you, and I've been working uh, with yourself and Gail and your team, and absolutely amazing people, and just uh, made me feel really, really welcome. So, thank you for taking your time. I know you're probably on summer break, and here you are hanging out with some Canadian guy doing a podcast. So, I, I really <laughs> appreciate it. Uh, so, we're gonna get into your career. We're doing another podcast after this, but uh, you know, as an acting superintendent, I know you're a principal. You did HR stuff. And I and, and when we were talking prior to the show, I, I could feel absolute pride that you have um, for the work for the people in in, in Edison and uh, I know there's so many teachers that you work with currently that just really inspire you. I love that you actually I can see the the teacher playlist by the teacher anthems playlist, the Spotify <laughs> playlist that you're doing this sort of classroom. So Eddie when you actually think about a teacher whether it was as a kid, uh, was someone maybe you work with, you know, in the past? Maybe now, who's a teacher that really inspired you and why? Uh, twofold. So, great question. Great question. I would say I'm going to think professionally at first,
1: and I'm going to go yeah. back. I, I started my tenure at Ardina School in in second grade. Believe it or not, I was a second grade teacher. Unbelievable spot. I actually thought, yeah. you know, um, I, I died and went to heaven, and, and I did my student <laughs> teaching in in right. sixth grade. So it was a little bit of a stretch for me. But at this time, there was. A first grade teacher, uh, Ms. Forrester, who was like the kind of like the guru for everything in there. Everybody right. went to her uh, from a mentorship piece. Uh, she was dynamic, very different personality than mm-hmm. me. She was very stoic. She was very soft spoken, but the manner in which she communicated with kids, delivered instruction, and the way that she interacted with parents and other staff—like she was loved—and and I admired that. And I realized I couldn't emulate it. Right. I realized yeah. I, my person, you know, I, I'm loud, I'm outgoing. I, I grew up in a big Italian household, right. Where everybody's fight, you know, fighting for words yeah, right. and, and center stage. Right. But I had said, you know, here's somebody that can command the respect of everybody in the room and students and do it in a manner. Um, that's very different than me. and And, and it inspired me to kind of, you know, uh, adopt that that mindset but do it in my own way so yeah. i i think from from a takeaway perspective from a professional aspect that was really my first influence on hey this is how it this is this is the person you should emulate or emulate these qualities right uh an, an actual teacher i know it's going to sound corny to be honest with you a, an actual teacher <laughs> believe it or not i went to high school at freel township high school i had my father uh as a teacher there. Uh, yeah. I, I think my brother was in class at that time too. And, and not that he inspired me during that time because I had him for typing, but I think I had a new, appreci- <laughs> yeah, yeah. Adam for typing in business, but I think I had a new appreciation for, yeah. um, the amount of effort that he put in each and every day and to kind of deal with, you know, the dynamics of, of, of high school students. And, uh, you know, my brother and I were off, off in the brunt of jokes, uh, you know, yeah. at that time, too. I, I don't even know how we got placed in the same class, to be honest with you. It's probably a story for another day. But uh, <laughs> but I, I would say from an inspiration standpoint, I, I got a new appreciation for him um, in, in that capacity. And, uh, and Mr. Smith, my history teacher, as well, too. Unbelievable guy. Uh, made me love history. Probably the reason why I majored in history uh, at Monmouth University. So, yeah, yeah.
0: I think for those three pieces... Okay, we're gonna do. We're gonna do shout out to everybody. Yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, I can't can't forget my mother too. My mother's a teacher, also kindergarten teacher. As I come from a oh uh, wow, I come from a whole line of educators. You had no no choice. I had no choice to go into the profession. Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. I I I love so much about what you said, and uh, you know, just the inspiration from you know, even though it's typing, right? Like it's still a discipline. I remember, like typing, you can. like I was a, a terror in typing class. Right. Like, yeah. Yeah, I remember actually Burl Bauer was my teacher and, uh, it was a very different time if you messed around when I was a kid. Right. And it was, uh, it's really fascinating. The, the thing that I so appreciate about what you said, um, about the teacher that you worked with is I, there's sometimes it really kind of bugs me that it's, Hey, you should teach like this or you should teach like this. And, um, I just, I think that everyone has to bring their own personality. My, my non-negotiable is every kid should have an amazing learning experience, but that doesn't mean every teacher needs to be the same, but really kind of bring out your best self and who you are and tapping that in. And so I, I really love that because I feel sometimes there's kind of a messaging that we have to have teachers that are carbon copies of one another. And that's not, shouldn't be that at all
1: you i couldn't agree with you more and a lot of times too right the districts will put a kind of a you know a profile of hey this is this yeah. is the candidate that we're looking for they're proficient in writing workshop you know they understand the ins and outs of you know small group instruction and yep. and, and and listen all of those things are important but you need different personalities to fill yep. an organization everybody can't be the same much like in a leadership perspective right your 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 leader can't be the same as your second in command yet you have to have that that those, those different types of perspectives in order to be effective organization I, I think
0: you know and we're going to go on the second question right away and this this, this story ties in beautifully when i was hired um, by kelly wilkins at her school she was a principal i've talked about kelly a million times and they had a so it was a middle school but they didn't say hey we're hiring for a grade 6 science teacher they basically said we're we're hiring a middle school teacher So it was, you didn't know what you're teaching or anything like that. And her whole belief system was, we will find the best person that, you know, maybe is a deficit in our school, someone that can really add maybe. And as you said, someone that maybe brings a personality that we don't have here. And then we'll move, we'll move the, the subjects around as opposed to, we need the best grade six science teacher, because then you're kind of limited that, Hey, this person's awesome. And they're incredible and there's so many things they bring, but science is not their field, right? And I just love that mentality. She was like, find the best people and then yes. shift the environment to them, not, you know, try to find a very specific person. And that, that, that ties into what you said about, you know, the differing personalities, which I think really bring a school to life. Absolutely. And, and it's the ability to
1: look, right? We're, we're dealing with kids all day and 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 the opportunities for learning and and in order for for that to transition and for them to to absorb that information they have to connect with the individual that's delivering it so i love that yeah
0: yeah relationships is not just about knowing your kids as kids knowing you and that you have to bring your authentic self i love that and so speaking i always and i think for me kelly wilkins is my is my guru of leadership So ties in beautifully to the, to the next question. you, I know you work with a lot of great administrators right now. I'm sure, you know, probably someone in your family (laughs) based on your history. Right. So when you think of a great administrator, who's someone you think of and why? So it's fun. There's a couple of them currently right now. My, my mother always
1: saw me on this track as as a leader. Like she knew that as soon as I got into the classroom, she's like, Eddie, you got, you got to move up. And these are the people that I think. Will will assist you and govern your mindset. So there a, a few of them were in, were in Hal Township. My my first leadership experience. She took a she took a, I, I will never forget this too. She took a risk mm-hmm. on on, on, a, on a young guy who just got his administrative degree. Her, na- her name is Allison Keelan. She was the principal of of Adelphia School at this time. She her mindset really shaped who I am today. Mm-hmm. To be honest with you, in her approach to leadership, for for a couple reasons. Number one. Um, from an understanding of pedagogy, teaching and learning, how to go in and provide staff with critical feedback, tell them what they really did good, and also telling them for areas for growth, right? Mm-hmm. And, the, and a manner in which to do that. Because a lot of times when they're on the other end of the table in a post-conference, you know, they, they only want to hear the good things and they are like biting their teeth and, and you know, hate to hear anything negative right. about themselves because, right. you know, it's tied to an evaluation. The manner in which he did that and showed me to do that, to deliver both of those pieces in 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 a way that sparked more of a collegial conversation than uh, you know than an evaluative was hmm. was unbelievable. The other piece I learned from her is the ability to um, promote and the public relations aspect of leadership, which yeah. I I I never thought of. It's not something they teach you in school, right, George? They they don't they don't right. tell you how to do that. They talk about community relations but they don't tell you how to throw grand back to school nights. They don't tell you how to write newsletters that captivate uh, your entire audience and how important messaging is and setting a clear vision, right? Understanding what the vision and the mission is of the school, how it's being uh, implemented. Uh, I, I did my whole dissertation, right? Talking optimistically about the future, talking optimistically about what we're doing here in Edison and why it's so good. It, that was the infancy for me, and and just kind of set me on my path to principalship. And uh, you know, I, I've been fortunate to 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 deal with, with with great leaders along the way too, right? I mean, it's what landed me here, right? You know, I, you know the, the previous superintendent before me, you know, thought that I would be great in this capacity. Saw me in that role, and what landed me here. So, I, I, but I do owe it to, I do owe it to
0: the, owe it to my mom for getting me yeah. over, the, for, over there and, and Allison for, for everything she did. I do. And,
1: and Allison,
0: you're going to give a shout out to. Herself. Yeah. Yeah. Make sure you
1: bring that. Make sure you bring that. Uh, I will, I will.
0: Well, <laughs> hey, so a couple, a couple of things that I think are really, really powerful in this. And I'm, yeah, and this is something I'll talk about with your staff on that day too. A lot of times we in education complain that the narrative of education is. Bad, you know, people are saying something about education that's not true, but then we don't actually share our own stories, and so if we don't share them, someone else will. And typically, someone else that doesn't really understand what it happens, right? So I I love that because there is a certain amount of advocacy that has to happen in education where we share the incredible stories. Like, and part of it is there is a certain humility that teachers have that they feel if I share the great things I'm doing in my classroom, that It's I don't want to brag. I don't want to make anyone feel less than. And I I said, No, 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 just all you need to focus on is sharing your learning, let people take away from it. Don't brag. If you say you're the best, that's a different story. But if you say, Hey, here's some (laughs) of the things we're doing in our classroom. There's people that can learn from it. But I when you're talking about your mom, because your mom wasn't an administrator, right? She taught,
1: no teacher, teacher the entire way. Yep.
0: Right. So I actually very distinctly say who's an administrator that inspired you. Cause I, I don't ask who's a leader that will inspire you because I don't want people to think that teachers can't be leaders in their capacity. For me, leadership is helping people move forward in a positive direction, which your mom, you know, obviously your mom's good, but just, you know, this is a career thing, and it just, I just I just love that because just showing how it does not matter your position, you can have a true impact on helping move people forward and leadership. There's a lot of administrators I know who aren't great leaders, and there's a lot of teachers who I know who are amazing leaders, and vice versa. Right? I think that 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 to me really resonated when you when you share that about your mom.
1: And, and I'll tell you the the other piece to it, and and what resonates with me is. Uh, teachers being leaders. I mean, they are, look, they are, they are where the rubber meets the road. They it, it, Empowering them to have autonomy, right. To, to be creative in the implementation of, of any curricula
0: mm-hmm.
1: is, is super power, powerful. And that's always been a, a, you know, my philosophy and my approach to leadership. Like, listen, Hey, we, here, here's the mindset here. Here's the road. However you get down it, it yeah. it's entirely up to you. And if it, and if it boosts student achievement, you, you know, so I'm
0: all about that. I love that. I love yep. that. All right. Last question. And I'm putting you on the spot because you're acting superintendent, right? And so I'm going to ask you, like, what did you screw up when you were younger, right? And so so don't, don't say anything that, you know, can be incriminating. But the, the reality of this is, I, I know this and just spending a little bit of time with you. I know that you've grown tremendously. You learn from the people around you. I guarantee, when you first started teaching, you you go back and you're like, "Oh my God, what was I doing then?" Right? And like, we all want to apologize to our first classrooms that we ever had, that kind of thing. So, if you go back in your first year of teaching, what advice would you give to yourself?
1: What would I give to myself? Yeah, I will say this: planning and preparation is the most important thing in year one. Being prepared every single. So, I, I'm going to say, I I can I do we have time? Can I go into a yeah, quick story? Yeah. We got so no I,
0: time limit, man. Oh, even better. Even better. So it's like, summer. Yeah. What that's, am I doing? Right.
1: that's right. That's right. <laughs> hey, so my, my first year, I was a uh, non tenure teacher, second grade. My all, my classroom actually connected to the principal's office. So I could open the door and see her desk <sighs> right there. Um, So she was like, I was on, I, I didn't know if she did this on purpose, right? Like, hey, I'm <laughs> taking a shot on this guy. Right. You know, I don't know if he's any good. I could at least <laughs> listen to him every single day. Right. So, I had my first observation, was unannounced. She walked in on like the third day of school, right? Brand wow. new. I, third day of school. I was completely and totally prepared and uh, was, I mean, a glowing. She couldn't have enough nice things to say about everything that I did, mm. how higher level it was. I'm like, wow, this, this is fantastic. I got this. I got this nailed. She came into the net. The next one was an announced one, right? So she comes in the next month and I'm like, Hey, the other one went so great. I I probably don't have to worry too much about this currently right now. It couldn't have gone worse. It couldn't have gone from the stark end of being highly effective to, I can't believe I hired you. Right. And and what are you doing? Right. So I think one of the things that I learned is you can't take these pieces for granted, being prepared with, with the following pieces and having a plan. Know the questions that you're going to ask kids each and every single day. Questioning Mm. for me is the absolute most important. That would be the advice that I would give to any first year teacher. If you know the questions that you're going to ask kids in each of the content area, whether they're opening, Mm. uh, opening questions, whether they're thought provoked, whether they're to ascertain understanding uh, or spark discussion, the more effective you are with questioning, the easier it will be to deliver content because students will do most of the work then. And that's what
0: we want. Yep. Well, you, you know, that's a. Uh, I, I've connected with a lot of people over the years in in different fields, and one of the things that I've seen, and I I thought that was really interesting how you kind of brought this to life, is that sometimes, uh, if we if we forget what brought us success, and don't repeat that, that tends to lead to failure. Like actually, success often leads to failure in the sense that we mm-hmm. get too comfortable, we start to neglect things. Like even think about like in relationships, you know, the things that the spark that you had, and then you don't, You kind of stop doing some of the things that you did that were made it really good. At the, you know, I, I just thought that was really interesting because a lot of times it, it's it's just not repeating the habits that we have continuously that, you know, have brought us success that actually can lead to failure. Look, being, being honest, upfront with people, we mm-hmm. work in a
1: school, if you can't have fun, in our business right you're you're, you're in the wrong business around kids yeah you're around kids all day you're around people that want to be around kids yeah so i mean if if you can't enjoy yourself here then right then there's other there's there's other professions but i I come to work each and every day i love the people that i work with it's a, a great school district and we can only accomplish great things
0: i love it eddie it was a pleasure to to have you on the podcast i can't wait to join you and your staff and to talk to you more so thank you so much for being on everyone thank you so much for listening i i hope you really enjoyed it